Hi everybody. So today we are going to talk about candida overgrowth. So it's yeast and fungal overgrowth. Okay, so what is candida? Candida is um, uh, yeast actually, which lives inside our gut, which is a um, normal part of our microbiome. So we have like, um, let's say 80% good bacteria and good uh, fungus and good microbes and like 20% the bad ones, but they're in check, right? So uh, they're all competing for the nutrients, for the food. They're all helping each other to digest the food. And uh, the bacteria, it's uh, um, taking all the nutrients and it's uh, not getting, um, not allowing the candida to overgrow because they are majority there, right? Okay, so let's say uh, what happens when we take antibiotics. So one round of antibiotics that kills also the bad bacteria, but it also kills the good bacteria. So one trillion of good bacteria are wiped out from our gut. So what happens next? Then uh, the yeast, the candida, they don't have competition anymore. So the, all the nutrients and everything is for them and they multiply and they overgrow. And what happens then? Then uh, they change their form. So from uh, yeast, Okay, so fungus are divided uh, to yeast and um, to mold, okay. So yeast has the round shape, but fungus is more like um, tree shape, right? So it changed the, the when it overgrows, it changed its um, shape to fungal, fungus and it creates, it damages the gut wall. What happens next from the gut lining they leak into the blood and they travel everywhere they don't uh, stay in the blood because they don't like the alkalinity um, actually the in the blood there is um, more um, or white blood cells and uh, leukocytes and the immune cells are there but they uh, travel through the blood and go into any tissue so they can end up in your urinary tract that's why we have uh, very um, often urinary infections or vaginal infections, or we have skin issues, rashes, that's from the yeast, from the fungus. And we have um, itching, we have migraines. So there are a lot of symptoms from fungal overgrowth. And anybody who had taken at least one round of antibiotics, they, they all have this fungal overgrowth, maybe more with symptoms or maybe with less symptoms. So what are the symptoms? Stomach pain, diarrhea, constipation, bloating. So they overgrow, of course, they, um, they produce uh, uh, gas. And also uh, nausea, UTIs, as I said, recurrent UTIs, itching in the ear. I recently asked the question. So that's a fungal overgrowth from candida. Then uh, nail fungus, skin, eczema, chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue is... Uh, now it's officially diagnosed as a um, chronic fatigue syndrome. And there are 65,000 studies for chronic fatigue, but not for candida, it's not officially like a disease, but it's causing psoriasis, irritation, fatigue, uh, everything, all the symptoms. If anybody had taken any antibiotics, then there is a fungal overgrowth. Okay, let's say, uh, Candida, it's actually discovered uh, from the father of medicine, Hippocrates, in 480 years. Uh, years. Uh, and that year, actually that time they didn't, uh, they just found out there is a like a white thrash in the mouth. 
but the name Candida, it get it in, in 1923. And there were uh, less studies that time, but since uh, uh, 1940, when penicillin was discovered, and then 1945, when antibiotics were discovered, and there are more and more studies and more and more problems with candida issues, right? Because what is antibiotics and what is penicillin? They are made from mold, from mold yeah. And it's causing gut disbalance, letting the candida overgrowth, letting the yeast overgrowth and uh, leak into the bloodstream and cause everywhere in the body inflammation, right? And also the, um, the, especially the good bacteria, lactobacillus, they are producing uh, lactic acid, which is uh, making the uh, environment acidic and candida doesn't like acidic. So those people who take PPIs, proton pump inhibitors, or trying to make their uh, stomach uh, alkaline because they think they have acid reflux and they need to alkaline. So they actually allow more uh, fungal overgrowth and allow more uh, and parasites like the alkalinity, okay? But when the environment is more acidic, they, um, they don't thrive that much, right? Okay, so usually when somebody tests for candida, they, they may test, let's say, in the stool. You may have it in the digestive system, right? Then in the urinary tract from the um, test from the urine, then vaginal test and skin test. And, you know, if, uh, candida can be anywhere. So maybe your stool will be negative for candida, but maybe urinary tract, your urine is, uh, has candida overgrowth. So it can be anywhere in the body. Okay. Um, yeah, so only f uh, from 45 to 52 hours after using antibiotics, can, uh, a person can develop candida overgrowth. And um, so with antibiotics, we are actually killing the bacteria who are uh, creating acidity in the, in the microbiome. And then we cause and create environment for candida to thrive. So antibiotics suppress the immune system and they also kill the white blood cells that protects the microphages and neutrophils and that are most important to kill the candida, right? And they're suppressed by the, by the antibiotics, right? Okay, so what we can do, well, let's say we want to kill candida. Some people have uh, taken antibiotics or maybe some antifungal drugs. And uh, when we kill candida, uh, because the, the shell of candida is made from sugar molecules and when they um, uh, dissolve, they die, then the, the white blood cells come to, to clean the debris and when they eat that, they also die, right? So it's not, um, the main thing is not to kill it, but to reduce it, not to feed it, to slowly, slowly reduce it, right? It's not about killing, it's about healing the whole body to make the balance again and make it thrive, make the immunity better on a higher level, okay. Um, so antifungal drugs are very toxic. Okay, so all the drugs have side effects. So on average, they have from 68 to 72 side effects, the drugs. Uh, some of them, they have 500 side effects, toxins in them. They have, they call them impurities. And the uh, seller, I mean, the doctors don't know all of that because when they sell them the drugs, they don't tell them about these side effects, about these toxins in the, um, in the drug, 
all of them. They don't tell them. So they don't know, actually. They're prescribing something. They, they think it will help you, right? Yeah, so all the microbes that are in our gut, they are beneficial. They are helping us to... They, they have 360 times more genetics than our genes. That's officially known now that uh, the genes from our good bacteria are actually uh, what we are, what they make us to be, good or bad, healthy or not healthy, right? So we depend on them. So they are very important. We need to have them all the time. And the good guys, especially. Okay, so niastatin, it's antifungal drug, and that's the least toxic, but it can cre create resistance, right? And it's not uh, absorbed systematically because it, it's only for the mouth and from the upper GI tract. You know, it cannot uh, heal, the, let's say, the urinary tract or the vaginal or the skin. It's, um, not, um, it's not whole body healing, right? Uh, yeah. Sporinox is the next one, and um, but it has a lot of toxicity. It's uh, a lot of impurities in this drug, and uh, it can cause um, toxi toxicity to the liver. So it's better to check the liver for liver enzymes at that time while taking Sporinox because um, uh, it can it can sh um, develop nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and as I said, it can create resistance. So they said 50 million people will die until 2050 from antibiotic resistance, right? So all the time we are creating more and more resistance to, to the antibiotics. Yeah, I remember one time I had urinary tract in infection. That was like maybe like 10 years ago. And I went to doctor. She gave me antibiotics. And after a few days from the antibiotics, I got skin rash. So then I go again and she gave me another antibiotics to, <laughs> to fix the skin rash. So it was like, you know, like a circle. So all the time, more antibiotics, different, this and that. So our gut, um, the, this, the bad bacteria, they are more resistant because they have two shells, two skin layers. But the good ones, they're more, uh, more uh, vulnerable. They have only one skin layer. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's what we mentioned. Then, what we can do about it? Okay, so let's see what we can do about it. So we said that um, antibiotics create resistance. They kill, they, they, they help candida to spread and to overgrowth and to cause a lot of symptoms. I don't think that there is anybody on the earth that don't have this kind of symptoms and then don't take an, haven't taken antibiotics uh, once, at least once in their lifetime, right? There are natural oils that have been used with centuries, which are antifungal, and they are also antibiotics, and they, they help with the healing. So the best one is the, uh, you know, I have been talking about this one before, and it's the castor oil. So the oil, which is um, andesilenic acid inside in this um, castor oil, uh, Originus, you know, uh, somebody call it. It's um, exactly uh, like 11 carbon atoms that kills the candida. Okay, so uh, also there is a caprylic acid which has eight carbons and lauric acid from the, you know, uh, 12 carbons, but the, the best one is with 11 carbon molecules which has the castor oil. Okay, 
Then also rosemary oil, we have clove oil, peppermint, olive oil, we know they're all antifungal and they're natural and they don't cause disbalance, they, they help with, um, and they're selective, they're killing the fungus, but they're not killing the other bacteria, they're not uh, letting any, any good things uh, be damaged, right? Only the bad things. Coconut is good for topical um, use uh, and this creates acidic state, which is good for us. This is what we need, right? And it's converting the candida from the fungus to the yeast form, to the beneficial form, right? So vitamin C, acanesia, astragalus is good, polyphenols, garlic, ginger, and some say, of course, not to feed it. You know that candida feeds from sugar and carbs, and uh, they tested the people who were on a strict ketogenic diet without uh, carbs, sugars. They tested, they found in the stool that they have more carcinogenic um, uh, molecules because, well, I don't know what kind of meat they have eaten. Probably they were not eating organic, they were eating the standard meat. But uh, when, if you eat like that, you need to eat um, grass-fed meat, which is not fed with antibiotics, with um, uh, uh, who were fed outside in the grass, not given like weeds, toxics, and they were, mm, they treat them with hormones and that's all, all toxin to our body also. So we need to choose our food better, right? Also they said, um, yeah, they said the probiotics are good for candida, but not if you have a leaky gut, right? As I said, probiotics also then, they can leak through the leaky gut and cause also inflammation, right? And um, uh, they said that while you're using antibiotics, some they suggest to take in the same time probiotics, but they said uh, while you're taking antibiotics, it's inhibiting, uh, the antibiotics are inhibiting the good bacteria to thrive, right? So they are in the same time killing the good bacteria. So even if you take good uh, probiotics, they will not help. They will not uh, populate and they will not grow. So they said after you uh, reduce, you heal the um, candida, I mean you reduce it, then to take the probiotics. That's the best way. Okay, I think I covered it all. If you have any questions, please let me know. And I have um, many people who had candida and uh, it's the most common disease on this age, right? And we know that um, it's going to be worse and worse, right? And we don't know how to, to heal it. We, we just want to kill it and it's not how it works. We don't have to kill it. We just need to reduce the food and then um, bring the gut back to balance. Heal the leaky gut and then bring the good guys like probiotics and feed the probiotics. And they will again control everything, right? Okay, so that was for today. See you next time. Bye!